Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. But it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's, what, that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. He comes on damn near parpedos full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums on the radio. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever-so-modest host, of course, a four-time Golden Glove boxing champion as well as an award-winning writer. So somewhere along the line, I supposedly learned something about the sport of boxing. But guess what? The average fan usually knows more than me. So I'm going to open up the toll-free for you at the top of the hour here. If you'd like to join us, you can. The number, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The number... 415-275-1613. That's right. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. Say what you want. Rip me. Whatever, you know. Keep it clean, I guess. But the bottom line is you'd say what you want on the text line. 415-275-1613. Of course, we are just minutes away or maybe an hour or so away from Connor Ben. Of course, the son of Nigel Ben, the ranked uh, fighter, of course, going to go in the main event on the zone against Samuel Vargas. That's the main event. A couple fights underneath as well. And, of course, there's a chick fighting on the card that's pretty interesting. We'll talk about that with Socrates Palmer, of course, boxing's PhD will be here with us after the break. But we're going to talk about trans fighters in boxing. Yikes. Why is that touchy? Why is it such a touchy subject? Just because it is. People get touchy about that. Bottom line is, we'll talk about that. And I think the unfair advantage of males crossing over the females and fighting girls after being born men. Straight up. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. My name is Pedro Fernandez. After the break, we'll bring in Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. 
You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. Check it, 12 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. We take it to the East Coast for us and bring in boxing's PhD. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer from the Bronx. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, my friend. How's everything? Pretty good. I gotta ask you this. Did, uh, Ryan Garcia hit his Fortuna, per se, and this, this little guy in Javier Fortuna, he can fight, but he's small. He's small, he could punch a little bit, and he's awkward, and, uh, he's got some guts on him. I think it's gonna be a good test, uh, for Garcia. 
Um, but a very tall task for Fortuna to come up with a win. Okay, speaking of Ryan Garcia, he keeps, you know, he keeps talking about Tank Davis. Tank Davis in a world of trouble right now. I'm of the opinion that Floyd Mayweather is going to buy him out of this, much like the, the UFC bought John Jones out of that felony hit and run down there in New Mexico. Um, meaning that, that Floyd Mayweather will pay everybody off, pay them incredible amounts of money to get Tank Davis under a lifetime slave contract. Do you see where I'm going with that? Sock, we lost Sock. We'll try to get that back up. My my producer just like goes freaky in the other room. But bottom, is he back there? Sock's back. Oh, we'll, we'll roll. We'll roll. All right, we'll roll in just a second. We'll be back with Socrates in just a second. Technology, modern technology, failing me as I speak. Listen, somebody just sent me an interview I did in 1989 on FNN Sports, which was the brought the highlight like for the boxing world for like a week and a half on ESPN Sports and all that kind of good stuff. It was me interviewing George Foreman after him stopping the former cruiserweight champion uh, J.B. Williamson down there in Galveston, Texas. I was young. I was green. George was there. Of course, George and I go back to. 1967, the first time I saw him in the gym there, in Newman's gym there in San Francisco, California, and he was beating up on little guys. My father took me down to the gym, and I was watching him spar these guys. This big old monster was beating up on guys like my size. And my father told me, he's a bully. I said, well, he's a bully. But he's going to win the Olympics, maybe. I said, really? He goes, yeah, he won the Golden Gloves. He might win the Olympics. So anyway, George would go on to win the 68 Olympics, of course, and capture the World Heavyweight Championship, knocking out Joe Frazier in the second round, of course, and then losing the title so dramatically. And, you know, I mean, to Muhammad Ali, that was like nobody thought that was going to happen except Muhammad Ali. Of course, the dope on the ropes, the rope of dope, call it what you want. But George Foreman wanted out of Zaire, Africa. He wanted out of Zaire so badly, of course, he was cut. I guess about the fight was supposed to was supposed to take place six weeks before it actually took place. So what happened was George was in town and George got cut down there in Zaire, Africa, and he decided he was going to leave and come back later. Well, President Mobutu said, "No, no, 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 no. I invested seven million dollars in this fight. You ain't going nowhere." So they sort of the military stopped George at the airport from George and his German Shepherd dogs taking off. So George obviously had to stay, and then he stayed under duress because he said that he wasn't the. Um, he wasn't treated well in Africa. That's what George was saying originally. Because, you know, you brought some German shepherds with you, George. And, of course, when you bring German shepherds with you, the only people that have German shepherds in all of Africa are the slave owners. And what do they use the German shepherds for? To, like, sick all black people. So, George, if you show up with German shepherds in Africa, what do you think they're going to think? I mean, come on. Come on, George. What do you think? Of course, he went to a metamorphosis of sorts with the Wendy's transformation, and he became such a, a nice guy, and, you know, golly gee whiz, and this and that. And the second coming of George Foreman was a unique experience. It was, of course, he would capture the World Heavyweight Championship, knocking out Michael Moore. And what's Michael Moore famous for? Getting knocked out by an old man. Outside of that, not a whole lot, and running around with a whole lot of guns. But, no, George Foreman, of course, captured the World Heavyweight Championship, came back. It was in dramatic, stunning fashion, no doubt about that. But then again... It was Michael Moore. Glass John Michael Moore. Let's take it back to the phone lines. Of course, we'll go back to the East Coast to Bronx and bring in the boxing's PAC Socrates Palmer and Sock. We were talking about Tank Davis being, uh, having a slave contract with Floyd Mayweather after Floyd pays everybody off in this car accident. You know, I never thought about it, but I think you hit the nail on the head. That's a great way to maximize a, a bad situation. Um, you basically have the guy indebted to you. Um, and I don't think Mr. Davis is the smartest uh, person in boxing, so I think you are spot on with. Uh, wait, wait, with wait, wait. Are you are you trying to say he's intellectually inferior to average, to the average person? Yeah, I, I, oh! he would not be. Oh, you're calling him dumb? 
hey, I'm not using those words exactly. <laughs> but but if the shoe oh, fits, but, but if the shoe fits, wear it. Talk to the phone, right, Sock? Hey, um, yeah, I, I think that Tank, unfortunately, is like most fighters. You know that they don't they're not really prepared to do anything else other than boxing. And when you when you put yourself in those situations, you know you are basically fair game to get exploited and taken advantage of. And uh, I just leave it at that. Okay, um, Rafael Vasquez Jr. is like twenty seven and seven, something like that. He's coming back. You know, I, I would when I saw Wilfredo Vasquez was coming back, I was hoping it was his father. <laughs> yeah, um, I think was it the last time he came? He fought. Uh, he lost to, uh, was it a Filipino fighter? I know, but Juan no, didn't want, I mean, you know, he, listen, he's been down the road a long ways. I mean, he's going to get hurt. These guys coming back, the guys that have taken a lot of shots in their time, they don't need to come back. What do they think, that, that the brain's going to heal after four or five years? And this and The brain doesn't heal, man. If you've been damaged, you're damaged. I saw uh, Yvonne Calderon wants to come back. Uh, I was the 108-pounder. I yeah. was like, wow. I mean, he's he's has to be at least 44. Yeah, but the, the, the flip side to him was he never got hit. So here's what's up. Was Adrian Broner, what's the story in Adrian Broner? What's the latest of Adrian Broner? Of course, last we heard, um, he I saw him on a, a bed. He had a bed full of money, a bed full of $100 bills, stacks. I mean, this is called stacks and stacks of cash, okay? And then he goes to court like three weeks later and says he's only got $13 to his name. And well, do you know what the, the what the court finally ended up saying there? No, what, what does it call? Your your FOS, and you better come up with some money real quick. The bottom line is, we're going to attach every person you've got. In other words, every fight he has, you will be fight. He'll be uh, fighting for that lady who holds that six hundred thousand dollar judgment against him. Wow, he's toast. Uh, yes, he is. He'll be, so. In other words, we're going to have to put up with Adrian Brown in the ring for a number of years, right? No, probably for, I think they'll try to sacrifice, they'll try to get one decent name fight out of him, I think, and then start feeding him to the Lions. Um, speaking of being fed to the Lions, or he wasn't fed to the Lions, but it looked like that. Frampton didn't come alive last week. Carl Frampton, of course, a, a decided, uh, former two-time champion at 122 and 126. I thought he peaked out at 122, but he was fighting 130 pounds against a tall, lanky, left-handed, uh, southpaw, which he didn't look like he had any idea on how to fight a tall, lanky southpaw. In other words, the first thing you do is you step on his foot, and then you punch him. Go on. Yes. You know what? I thought I was wrong. I'm going to come out and say it. Uh, I thought Frampton had one more uh, moment of glory left in him, but Jamal Herring was really underrated. I mean, he looked great. Um Frampton had his moments, but they really, he had nothing for him. He, he, Herring is the goods. He, you know, he punched. He, his defense was okay. Um, his cut opened up, and on ESPN, in his last fight, Tim Bradley was questioning his uh, testicular fortitude, and he fought through it, and he stopped the old uh, grizzled vet in Frampton, and props to him. You know, uh, okay. I really was impressed by Herring. Devin Haney and Jorge Linares, is this an exercise in futility? In other words, is this a foregone conclusion that Mr. Haney wins this fight? You would expect that. I mean, but then again, we, we thought the same thing when he uh, went in there with Gamboa. We thought he was going to stop Gamboa, and Gamboa went all 12 rounds. And, I, and if I use that as my judgment, 
Um, I believe Linares has a little bit more tread on the tires than than Gamboa does. So I'm I'm not going to guarantee anything with Devin Haney. I mean, Devin Haney looks great when you see him training. I mean, he hits the pads. He's got fast hands. You know, he's got a big mouth, and he could pop a little bit. You know, but he really has fought out of all of the his contemporaries. He's definitely fought the weakest competition. So that's why I'm not really applauding him that much. I mean, this is going to be a, a, a real fight for him. I, I think Linares is going to be game. Okay, Joe Smith is headlining today. Talk to me about Joe Smith. Joe Smith is one of those guys that it's hard to root against. You know, he's got a, a blue-collar 9-to-5. Uh, he works construction. He, I'm a little biased. He's from New York, out of Long Island. And he has gotten, <coughs> he's gotten better, you know, the last two or three years. And you know, he did us all a favor when he knocked out Bernard Hopkins and he made Bernard a permanent promoter. Um, and uh, he's got some good victories against uh, uh, Alvarez, the Colombian, and he's got he's got a good fight tonight. You know, he's going to have to be consistent, stay busy against a, a guy who's a who's a, a cute, cute fighter. I don't think he's, you know, going to want to exchange with Joe Smith or he's going to go, go to sleep. Uh, but Joe's going to have to show how his game has progressed. You know, he's going to have to box a little bit and be patient. You know, I, I don't think um, Ma- uh, Max is going to be in front of him. Hello? Hello, hello? ESPN's going tonight. The Zone's going tonight. Showtime's going tonight. Am I right? All three entities? Yeah, it's uh, one of those fight fans' worst uh, nights. So you got to fl- flash back and forth or use your DVR. You know, I, I can't stand it. Joe Smith and Maxim Vlasov, of course, for the WBLA heavyweight title. That is the main event on ESPN. Showtimes is Jerry Ellis, of course, a kid from Philly. We'll get to that after breaking surgery. Lipinus. And uh, on the 10th, the zone, of course, Connor Ben taking on Sammy Vargas. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And if you're watching us on Twitch.tv, it's WBC Boxing TV. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned. After the break, we're talking about trans fighters in boxing. Is it fair? You be the judge. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a step going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great my mother said it's not bragging when you're telling the truth. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC, of course, Boxing TV. Tonight on Showtime, Jared Ennis, of course, the undefeated lad from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, taking on Sergio Lipinis. Now we go to the Boxing PhD to break that fight down for us. Ennis, unbeaten with an attitude out of Philly. Are all fighters from Philly, do all fighters from Philly have an attitude? It seems that's how they make him out of the factory, yes. Uh, you know, Philly, just like uh, most New York, uh, most uh, East Coast uh, cities, you know, there's that reputation of just um, being street-wise and, and just growing up rough. And, you know, the, maybe the cold weather hardens uh, certain athletes. Uh, no, but, you know what, I almost want to... I almost want to cut you off. You know why? Because I've been to Philadelphia, and there's a distinct attitude with people from Philadelphia. I'm sorry, but there is, especially if you go to North Philadelphia. I did some time in North Philadelphia, and that was like I should have been wearing a bulletproof vest instead of my long pimp jacket. <laughs> Philly, yeah. I mean, you you got to be careful how you move in Philly. You know, <laughs> that way, you know. And, and uh, hey, fighters, you know what? I mean, if you have that reputation, I mean, being a a Philly fighter, I mean, there's some responsibility that goes with that, you know, and it's a badge, you know, that you have to carry with pride. 
you know. So you just can't go out there and, and, and be a bum, you know. You, you have to be, you, you know, you are carrying a, uh, a tradition, you know. Yeah. You know, my time in Philly, I remember Don King and I were in a town car for the uh, Tyson-Buster Mathis fight, going to the hotel, coming from the airport, somewhere anyway. Anyway, he was giving me a ride. I was hitchhiking. I was basically hitchhiking. So we get out of the limo, and I went and bought these $300 shoes because I could, okay? But I bought these $290 shoes, and they were like the sharpest shoes you could ever imagine in your life. And I'm in Philly, and we're here for the fight, and I stepped out of the limo and right into a puddle and went all the way up to my ankle. The shoes were ruined. That's my that's, so I haven't paid I haven't paid I, I don't pay much for shoes anymore. Anyway, changing the subject, subject of the hour. Um, to, we'll take the back. Connor Ben Connor Ben and Samuel Vargas. How's that going to roll? The welterweights on uh, on the zone. Sammy Vargas is a rough customer. Um, Colombian. Uh, I remember seeing him fight maybe a couple of years ago against uh, Luis Colazo. Mm-hmm. But he certainly has some miles on him. It's going to be a, a tough fight for Connor Ben. Okay. But, uh, Vargas is, is tough. Subject at hand, trans fighters. Should trans fighters be allowed to fight? In other words, what I'm trying to say is, you know, if you were born a man and then you transpose, transfer to a woman, transform to a woman, you seem to be a successful, successful athlete. But if you do the other way, if you go from woman to man, I don't think you win at checkers just about physically. So break that down for me. Wow. You know what? I'm pretty liberal and and open-minded thinking, <laughs> but there's certain things that just, uh, to me, it's just common sense. And, and especially being a father of a daughter, you know, of a uh, what's the term now? Cisgender, of a naturally born biological female. I could not sit back, you know, with my arms folded. Her, who's now 11 years old, let's say, run a relay race against an 11 year old boy. You know, or or put on the gloves and have her have her spar. No, it's ridiculous. Um, there's a reason that it seems to be more the natural born man that wants to fight as a woman because obviously there's an advantage. Uh, not so much the other way around. I, I, I think Everlast, you know, try to do some good PR and publicity. They, they had a, a model. Um, but I think he only fought once, and, and I don't think he was any good. Uh, Manuel, I can't remember his name, but, uh, but but the one that scared me was Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox was messing oh. up. She was messing up all these girls, and I can use another word, but I use the word mess up. Yeah. Um, she was messing up all these girls. Finally, she got knocked out like her her third or fourth fight. But she was, I mean, she was breaking bones. You know what I'm saying? That's not right. They I mean, and you know what? Deep down inside, I, I would talk to some some really liberal people that are gay. And they told me they didn't think it was fair that a man, that a guy that was born a man is going to fight girls. I mean, come on, man. Especially, you know, you got to, at the end of the day, you you realize the advantage. You you know what time it is and this kind of stuff. How can you win like that? That's sort of like, I know guys that won Golden Glove Championships and never fought. I swear, honest to God, won Golden Glove well, Championship, went unopposed and didn't win. I wouldn't. They, they, they wanted to give me a Golden Glove Championship unopposed. I'd tell them where they can, you know, put that. I wouldn't. That wouldn't be fair. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, 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 you know, to be frank, is BS, you know, and, um, Fallon Fox, you know, it was a disgrace and the commissions were a disgrace, you know, for even allowing her, him to fight hers, you know, um, she is a man and 
that's the bottom line. You know, it's BS. You know, okay. to, to me, it's a distinct advantage. And um, I may you... ruffle some feathers, but you know, that's just my opinion on it. Listen, I mean, I don't. Everybody, listen. Everybody out there is not one person listening out there. I think that wouldn't agree with you about putting your eleven-year-old girl in a ring with an eleven-year-old uh, trans uh, somebody a trans from, from from male to female, essentially an eleven-year-old boy. You just wouldn't do it, you know. What I mean, you just wouldn't do it. But did it? They want us to accept it in sports, and you know, I don't think there should. Be, I think there should be a distinct line. In other words, if you were born this. And you have the physical body mass of a male. Guess what? You sort of got to stick to males as far as fighting is concerned. I guess if you want to play baseball or something like that, you want to get an extra advantage playing baseball, more power to you. You're not hurting people. You know where I'm coming from? But in combat sports, you know, like in boxing, the reason why boxing is different is that in boxing, the blood is real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any any combat sport, I, I think it's just absurd. Um, if anything, I have zero opposition to having a trans fighter fight another trans fighter there we go from the you know and you know what there's a lot of uh liberal progressive thinkers out there uh there's a lot of money out there there's a million and one tv networks they could pick it up and they could run with it they could they could have something you know a trans league well scott cuddy told me he'd fight fallon fox a couple years ago that's what he told me. He said, bring her on, bring her on. I was telling him, you know, cut man's in training. He said, no, no, I'm not taking on a real man. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a, obviously, I mean, I'm, we're not speaking, we're talking about people that are athletes. I'm not talking about, I mean, if Clarissa Shields, you know, fought just me off the street, She'd beat my ass because she's a professional fighter. You think you know? so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You I think mean, so? I'm going to run I'm some. Humble, but <laughs> okay, let me run some by you. My girlfriend took tennis lessons for two years, okay? And she was ranked as some tennis player on the peninsula. She couldn't score a point against me, and I wasn't a tennis player. Mm. You know, I mean, the, she just, I, right I said, you want to use the small court or the big court? She goes, oh, the small one. I, 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 it, was, it was terrible. I mean, I was trying to make a point, and I probably overdid it. You know where I'm coming from? But she never she never scored a point against me. That's just the way it is. Anyway, tonight's fights, um, Smith's going to win in the main event. Next week, got Tony Harrison. Tony Harrison is interesting. Brian Periola, does he present much of a challenge there, a junior middleweight? Um, I think so. Um, I, I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Harrison bounces back after his uh, loss to um, uh, Charlo. Um, I think it's an interesting fight. Um, I don't think it's main event worthy, you know, but okay. it's a good fight. A okay, good fight. R- real quick, you got to like the ghetto and this girl from um, 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 uh, um, uh, Australia. What's her name? Oh, Bridges. Uh, uh, is it Ebony Bridges? Yeah, um, what did she say? She likes to knock people the F out? Yes, yes. She has a very spicy mouth, you know, the girl <laughs> from Down Under. Um, and she's, you know, she's a good-looking girl, a young lady, rather. So uh, I guess you could tolerate it, you know, and, and she, it seems like she could fight a little bit. Um, but the other young lady's pretty good, too, you know. Um, so Shannon Court, Shannon yeah, Shannon Courtney and, and, and uh, Ebony Bridges. Ebony Bridges is the lady we're talking about. She's undefeated 5-0. Shannon Courtney is a very good fighter. Clashing for the WBA World Female Bantamweight Championship. Of course, that's going to go down in London, the U.K. Straight up, Mr. Boxing PhD, you sort of explain to us real quick 
and that trans, how you explain the trans fights and that kind of good stuff, why you are boxing's PhD. That was eloquently put. Uh, well, you know, I'm just trying to think logically. That's a, I understand. Socrates Palmer, boxing's PhD on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just nineteen ninety-five. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Time for your small business report, presented by Dell Small Business. When you hire someone, you should actually expect a temporary increase in your workload instead of immediately being able to offload responsibilities and have the free time you dream of. That's because even if you make the smartest hires in the world, they're not going to understand and acclimate to your business right away. They're going to need time to learn the ins and outs and to understand your expectations. So be sure to allow the time it will take to train them well, and then you will get that break you deserve. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. The guitar of the mighty Jeff Tamalier coming back there. That's when he was with Tower of Power. Of course, Tower of Power rock and roll and have a new sound to them. Check them out. Towerofpower.com. We've got a 
a couple of new CDs. Emilio's got the band rocking and rolling. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Check it out, April 15, 1985. So I'm in Las Vegas for the Marvin Hagler Tommy Hearns fight. It's like the showdown of showdowns, right? Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Everybody's still alive. I think Sinatra wasn't there, but outside of that, everybody was there. I mean, ringside, it was like a hub, a who's who of, of Hollywood celebrities, of course, and athletes. But the bottom line is, it was three rounds, of course, what they call the greatest fight of all time. Of course, the first round, war back and forth. with That's the way, you know, Marvin Hagler should have fought Ray Leonard and maybe Roberto Duran. I mean, considering Roberto Duran was a natural guy, like 35 pounds lighter than him, the fact he had so much respect for Roberto Duran sort of showed what a great fighter Duran truly was. And that's how respected he was by Marvin Hagler. In fact, the only guy that Grandmaster Bill, our uh, Grandmaster Bill, of course, our house historian, the only guy that he said that Marvin Hagler ever complimented his entire run as a professional fighter, of course, it was like 67 fights, was like Roberto Duran. He had a sneaky right hand. Outside of that, he wouldn't compliment anybody. But of course, this was a showdown. Thomas Hearns, the welterweight, of course, former welterweight champion, former junior middleweight champion, rock and rolling, coming off that one-punch knockout of Roberto Duran just a year prior. I mean, Hearns was a slight favorite in some people's minds. Hagger was a slight favorite in other people's minds. In other words, the fight was pretty well even. That first round, pure violence, no doubt about that. Mayhem, call it what you want. Of course, the second round, things started to take a little bit, little ease away from Tommy. You can see Tommy starting, starting to wane as far as his energy is concerned. In the third round, of course, Thomas Hearns looked like he fell out of an airplane and survived when Richard Steele stopped that fight in the third round. Of course, Marvin Hagler going on to middleweight supremacy and he considered the greatest middleweight of all time. And I do consider him a fantastic middleweight. I don't know about greatest of all time in that Sugar Ray Robinson thing because I never thought that you're going to get mad at this, but I never thought that Sugar Ray Robinson was the greatest middleweight of all time. You know, I mean, he fought in a different era. He fought a bunch of guys that maybe couldn't win the Golden Gloves. I mean, they were face fighters. They were tough guys. And the fact that God rest his soul. Carmen Basilio, of course, the onion farmer or the turnip farmer or the onion farmer. But what he told me, he says, how can Ray Robinson be the greatest fighter of all time if this, if I could beat him? If I can think about that, you know, and he's got a point there. And of course, the first loss that Robinson ever took was to LaMotta and LaMotta told me the same thing. He ain't the greatest fighter of all time. Not if I beat him one time because I ain't even close to being the greatest fighter of all time. That was Jake LaMotta. Of course, he passed away like a couple, couple years ago at the age of like 99. I mean, Jake was like the oldest champion of all time. But Marvin Hagler stopped at Tom Hearns, third round. Referee Richard Steele saved Tom Hearns' life April 15th, 1985. Wow. How about Larry Holmes? you got to give Larry some credit. People don't give him the credit that he does. Of course, the undisputed world heavyweight champion. He defeated on the 11th of April, 1981, defeated Trevor Burbick. And ringside for his very last fight that night was the legendary Joe Lewis. Of course, the Brown Bomber. I'll never forget him sitting there in his wheelchair ringside. Of course, Trevor Burbick going 12 rounds with Larry Holmes. And then, but, but that wasn't the highlight of Trevor Burbick and Larry Holmes. The highlight of Trevor Burbick and, La- Trevor Burbick and Larry Holmes was when they were in Miami and Larry said something to the point where, like that back. Trevor, Trevor said something to the point where, uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna steal your wife or something like that. You know, after tonight, after the fight, I'm gonna have your wife. She don't want to go with nobody else. She'll want to go with a real man. And of course, Larry got berserk and jumped over a car down there in Miami and almost killed Trevor that night. And of course, that was after the fight, but they went once before. And the ring and they had sparred a few times and Trevor, Trevor, of course, he's dead. I think somebody, didn't somebody stab him to death? Yeah, the bottom line is he made his demise at an early age. And of course, he was the last guy to fight Muhammad Ali back in 1981. Of course, there wasn't no drama when that fight went down. I think they called it the drama in Bahama. No, it's more like the nightmare in Bahama. Of course, Muhammad Ali losing, Muhammad Ali losing all 10 rounds to a guy by the name of Trevor Burbank. Larry Holmes 
beat Trevor Burbank on this day. Uh, April 11, 1981, he retained the WBC portion of the heavyweight title. It was a Caesars Palace, of course. Holmes defended his title, wow, eight times previously by knockout. Of course, he tied the record of Tommy Burns for the most consecutive knockouts by a heavyweight champion by the time, you know, he finished his time. I mean, Larry, Larry's so underrated. Larry just doesn't get the props that he should get. Of course, he spent some time with me once in a while on the show. In fact, somebody said to me, why don't you get Larry on the show? Guess what? I'll get Larry on the show in the next week or so, no doubt about it. If not tomorrow, we're going to go to, uh, we'll go with Larry next Saturday. But the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, on WBC Boxing TV, will feature the retired HBO Godfather. That's right. The Hall of Famer himself, Larry Merchant, will be here. Eddie Croft. One time, wow, what can I say? He was a WBC regional champion. But one time, he was the hottest prospect we ever had here in San Francisco until injuries uh, sort of shortened his career. But the bottom line is Eddie Croft is training fighters. He's over in Ukraine. So we're going to hear from Eddie Croft on tomorrow's show. Lots of rock and roll, of course, on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. And speaking of the WBC, I got word this week from Jose Suleiman, not junior, Jose Suleiman, the grandson. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was like, you know, anyway, bottom line is, uh, this is the guy that was named after the, the Godfather, Don Jose Suleiman. Anyway, so he sends me an uh, email that says they're going to start putting the show on the WBC YouTube page, the WBC page here. Anyway, the bottom line is, show's going to get mass distributed by the WBC. Of course, we are looking forward to that. No doubt about that. In fact, Mauricio will be here tomorrow as well. Of course, Mauricio Suleiman, the president of the World Boxing Council, will be here tomorrow on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 8 o'clock in Honolulu, Hawaii. Of course, live on World, live on the uh, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitch, uh, Twitch.com, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Bottom line is we're all over the place. And, of course, I always post the shows, the video portion of the show, on Facebook after the show is over. So you can always go to Facebook, look up Pedro Fernandez and or Ring Talk, and check out the latest edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the video portion, WBC Boxing TV, on my Facebook page. <clears throat> Mike Rossman, Victor Galendez, hooking it up uh, uh, April 14th, 1979. Of course, in the previous fight, Rossman upset Galendez to win the championship with a 13th round TKO. Victor Galendez is one of those guys that, you know, mm, tough as nails, but sort of fat and unmotivated a lot of the times. I mean, he just beat guys up because he could like, beat them up and bully them. You know, he wasn't the greatest boxer of all time, wasn't a great puncher, but he just sort of put it all together. But the bottom line is, when a Rossman upset him, everybody's, eh, it's over with him. But the bottom line is, he came back and he beat Rossman. And of course, he would fight a couple more times. And, you know, you, you got to give him a lot of credit as a champion because as a light heavyweight champion back then and then, back, th- back, back then at that point in time, I mean, he was excellent, no doubt about that. April 16th. 1952, Sugar Robinson knocks out Rocky Graziano. <clears throat> Round three to retain the World Middleweight Championship, of course, over Chicago Stadium. Robinson, of course, making his second defense, title defense in his second reign as champion, was knocked down in the third round. You know, the bottom line is Graziano, a nice guy, but a face fighter, no doubt about that. In fact, the last time I saw him, I hope I'm not being redundant and repeating myself, but the last time I saw him, <clears throat> we were at a Sugar Ray Robinson party. I believe it was in July of 1989 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And um, I said to him, oh, Rocky, I'm chasing him. I'm a young little green guy with a microphone in my hand, a little tape recorder. So I'm chasing him down the halls of the uh, one of the Trump's places there in Atlantic City. And I'm saying to him, hey, Rock, Rock, can I get a word from you? Oh, we go, hey, kid, kid, I, I, I love to give you an interview, but I got to go take a squirt. I'll be right back. I never saw him again. He would die soon thereafter, but I never saw him again. That was the end of Rocky Graziano, but he was a good guy, no doubt about that. But Ray Robinson knocked him out April 16th, 1952. April 16th. Wow. How can I put it? The 16th, the day after 
home a day after uh, Hearns and Hagler, of course, rocking and rolling in Las Vegas, the press conferences and that they were saying that Tommy Hearns might retire. Emmanuel Stewart said that he was hurt after the fight. Bottom line is Tommy Hearns went into that fight relaxed, too relaxed. What do I mean by that? Some girl massaged his legs. I think that Emmanuel was out with James Shuler in the fight prior. He had two fighters on the card, something he never did begin. But not in consecutive fights, anyway. Bottom line is, Schuler, when he was out there, I think in the ring with Schuler, uh, James Schuler, of course, the guy that would die in that motorcycle accident a few days after one of his big fights. But anyway, the bottom line is, he was out there with Schuler, and you know, he wasn't watching Tommy, and Tommy got rubbed down. Tommy got a massage, big time massage, and that didn't work out too well because Tommy's legs were like limp when he got into the ring. So that's why Emmanuel told Tommy to go for it in this night. Of course, Tommy, if he had a box, would it have been any different? Probably not because Marvin Hagler turned it into a street fight, something he should have done with with uh, Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran. I mean, take this. This is fact. Roberto Duran was beating him after 12 rounds, the greatest middleweight of all time. I mean, that says a whole lot about Roberto Duran. People just don't give the little guy from Panama the credit that he deserves. Five foot seven, five foot seven, maybe five, seven and a half. No bigger. No bigger, okay. 122 pounds, he turns pro. 135 pounds, he captures his first world title. Skips, uh, like, destroys everybody at 135. Skips 140 pound division because, you know, Antonio Cervantes would have been lunch meat for him. And that was a guy from Colombia and Gilberto Mendoza and, uh, and, and the people tight with Duran were hooked up with the WBA and they didn't want to destroy the WBA guy. So they went to 147. And they waited, and they got Sugar Ray Leonard. Of course, that was a big brawl of, in 1980. Brawl in Montreal, June 20, 1980. Leonard Duran going 15 rounds. Sort of made Duran uh, a superstar, I think, in the world of, uh, of the boxing world, per se, as it, across, the, across the pond. What I mean by that is, you know, people, boxing purists knew who Roberto Duran was. When he beat Sugar Ray Leonard, that sort of changed everything, no doubt about that. Of course, he became a superstar at that point in time. And then five months later, he fell from superstardom with a no moss situation. I mean, when he said no mas, and you know, I've talked to him about the no mas, and he's been very candid about it. And the bottom line was he knew that he wasn't in the greatest shape of his life when he went into that fight. <clears throat> he struggled to make 147 pounds. Of course, Mike Trainer, being a Sugar Ray Leonard's advisor, told me that he goes, yeah, Paige, we're down in, in my, uh, we're down in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, training for the Tommy Hearns rematch in 1989. So I guess this is like April or May of 1989 because I was down there for a month with him. So anyway, Top Cat, Mike Trainer, is telling me, he goes, yeah. He goes, I was getting these reports from, from Panama that Roberto Duran was fat and he was leading some salsa band and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He wasn't training. So I sent a spy down there and the guy sent me back some pictures via the fax machine. In other words, he took a picture and that's how primitive it was back then, 1980, 19, yeah. So he took and he faxed, it, faxed a picture back to him and there was Duran like big as a house. Okay. No doubt about that. So Trainer says, I'm going to offer Duran. Twice as much money as he was going to get. Because they were talking about him getting about $4 million for the rematch. So he goes, no, no, no. I'll offer him $8.5 million for the rematch. But it's got to take place on November 25th, 1980. It's got to go down on that day. If it doesn't go down on that day, Leonard's going to go in another direction. Probably go to 154 pounds to take on a guy by the name of Ayu Kululi, who he would later beat. Bottom line is, Duran was pressured into the fight, having never seen that kind of money <clears throat> in his entire life. He figured he'd make the weight, he'd be able to put up a good fight, but he wasn't able to put up a good fight. I mean, even though the fight was close as far as points were concerned, Duran was getting beat to the punch, and of course, Leonard was using <clears throat> that 24-foot square ring. Imagine that. 20, the average ring now, like sanctioned by the Association of Boxing Commissions, is 20 by 20. This ring was 24 by 24. It was like somebody's backyard. I mean, Duran couldn't catch him. He could, you know, Ray's running, Duran couldn't catch him. Just couldn't catch him. Bottom line is, 
Duran's people should have thought about that before they signed the contract. I mean, they were schooled. Carlos Leda, I can't believe he got schooled like he did in that rematch. I mean, Carlos Leda is supposed to be the, the boxing brains down there in Panama, the, the, uh, like real tight with the WBA and things like that. He should have known that, you know, you like, you put clauses in the contract that are good for your fighter, but he didn't do it for Duran. <clears throat> I mean, the Leonard chose the gloves. Leonard chose the size of the ring. I mean, if you gave Leonard the size of the ring, 24 foot square ring, what did you think? You weren't going to fight him in your backyard? Roberto Duran, of course, that was his big shame. And, of course, he would come back, beat Pepino Cuevas down there in L.A. That was a big, big, big upset. 1983, they saw Cuevas was going to beat him up. Of course, all the Mexicans showed up at the sports arena. Hector Martinez and I were there. And we thought, you know, maybe, maybe Duran loses here. But Duran lights up Pepino Cuevas after taking that one left hook. In the fourth round, boom, he got startled by that one left hook. Came back, of course, and, and starts Cuevas a little bit later. And then, of course, he would go on and beat Davey Moore, the big upset for the WBA 154-pound title going down in June of 1983, of course, live in Madison Square Garden. Hector and I flew down to Los Angeles, California, to watch this fight on closed-circuit TV. You see you see how fortunate you people are, are out there? You got The Zone, you got ESPN+, Plus, you got ESPN, you got all these different channels. But we had to fly to L.A. to watch a fight that was taking place in New York City. That's how tough it was back in the day for a boxing fan. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We'll be back right after the break. Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez brought to you by the WBC the World Boxing Council right here on Sports Byline There you got it, baby Soul on the Soul Side. New sounds of Tower of Power. Check them out on the Soul Side of Town at TowerofPower.com. Wow. Um, somebody shot me a little text here via the Twitch.tv Sportswell USA channel. Tommy broke his hand in the first round. Doesn't matter. Tommy was going to get beaten in that fight. He was just the smaller guy as far as body mass was concerned. And I think the Hagger would have wore him down eventually because he was a lighter, lighter guy coming up from Welterway. Oh, and they've also said that. Guys fight, guys that are born men and fighting as women is like a form of domestic violence. Would you, would Cuddy, would you go that far? Cuddy says, no, no, he wouldn't go that far. I, I think it's pretty close to it, man. It's pretty, I mean, come on, man. How much more advantage do you need? I mean, because what did they tell us when we were growing up? What did they tell us when we were growing up? You don't hit girls. <clears throat> no matter what. One girl I did hit, and she knows who it is, and she might even listen to the show once in a while. She copped a Sunday on me one time, and I popped her back. But, you know, it was sort of reflex. But that was it. I mean, outside of hitting women, you don't hit women. Of course, hitting women in MMA when you're born a guy, I don't think it's cool. Bottom line is UFC going tonight. Of course, you can check them out on ESPN. Last week, Francis Ngannou, or two weeks ago, Francis Ngannou captured the UFC heavyweight title when he destroyed Stephen Miocic. I feel bad for Stephen Miocic, former Golden Glove champion. What can I say? He had no, he had two chances in that fight. Slim and none, and Slim wasn't even in town. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC Boxing TV. Of course, you can always, always, always check out what the WBC's got going on by checking out WBCBoxing.com. That's their website. They've got upcoming fights. They've got nutritional tips, all kinds of stuff, boxing gossip, you name it. It's all going down. WBC Boxing. Com. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV, the Saturday edition. I invite you back for the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific on Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific on two hours, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217. You could have been a thousand places, but guess what? You're here with me. Thank you so much. This is Ring Talk. Ring Talk.